Focus. On the radio show this morning, we did catch up with Professor Alan Tabor from the Queensland Alliance for Agriculture and Food Innovation about preventing costly cattle disease to boost fertility rates. We are speaking bovine venereal disease. So I asked the professor, what causes this? It's actually caused by a bacteria and a what's called a protozoan, which is bigger, like a parasite. And they're transmitted by bulls, which are asymptomatic and can cause the females to either be infertile or abort early. Firstly, uh, you've been contacted by some abattoirs in the northern part of WA. Is that right on this? No, some pastoral companies contacted us because they had to cull a lot of bulls due to detections of positives and obviously lower fertility rates. And they sort of suggested that we develop a vaccine. There is one in the US, but we can't import vaccines into Australia for quarantine reasons. So we have to make our own. So we made our own. It sort of seems strange that there is no vaccines here in Australia for this. Yeah. Well, there is for Vibrio, um, which is the related disease I talked about. And this is for Trichomonas, which is Trichomonas fetus, which is the name of the particular pathogen. So is it only bulls, Professor, that carry the the disease here? Yeah, only bulls? Well, yeah, yeah, they they don't have any symptoms at all. So you can't tell. So you test them. We test them, use a molecular assay to test them. And uh, a recent survey by another professor at UQ showed that one in ten bulls of the abattoirs across the north of Australia were infected. Well, it's bull season over here in uh, WA at the moment. There's plenty of uh, bull sales going on left, yeah. right and centre. Would, would that sort of cause any disruption to, to a bull sale or anything? How different is it to, say, foot and mouth or something like that? Well, foot and mouth, you can see there's a disease with this you can't. So, yeah, they wouldn't know they have it in their bulls mm. unless they've done a test. So you just wouldn't know the difference. So are you working with anyone on this? Because I believe, what, you're just finishing up your first study or so? Yeah, we just did one pilot trial and now we need to do a larger sort of pilot trial and hoping to bring in a commercial partner. Well, let's hope that we can get a a vaccine here in Australia and how about uh, the cattle industry? Yep. Because I think uh, now you're working with uh, the MLA, aren't you, and uh, commercial industry partners and... Yep. Other bits and pieces as well. So with yep. working with MLA, uh, how's that going for you at the moment? Good. Yep. They're, they're happy? Yes, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> when are you likely to, say, have a vaccine here? How long? Oh, well, so what happens is um, we as researchers don't register with products with ABPMA, which is the Australian body that you register products with. It's usually companies that take it at that level. So how long that takes, I'm not exactly sure. So this will be a pretty big game changer if the vaccine yeah. is developed yeah. here in Australia. Yeah. I know this might sound silly to you, but the hardest part was getting the protozoan pure and growing in the lab. That mm. took six months because okay. you got to understand it's a dirty sample comes mm. in and people would just grow it temporarily to look at it and diagnose it. But we had to purify it and get it growing nicely to make a seed stock for a vaccine, if that makes sense. So I believe that you've tested this in a small group of bulls and the test came back pretty successful. Yeah. So it looks like you're on on the right track, Professor. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So have you started the second study yet? No. No. When are you likely to start that, do you? Hopefully May-ish, but that'll take about six months to get enough vaccine to do it. Let's hope so, hey? Professor, thank you for your time today. We'll uh, keep a close eye on this and uh, see how things are going with you. Thanks, Troy.